friend who's not that into sports, but who has been listening to this podcast religiously. The other day, she shared something about the show that really moved me. She told me that her late dad would have really loved it, and that she was thinking about going to visit him at the cemetery to listen with him. I was blown away by this and how this show could create connection. When I first started reporting this series, I had a notion it would not be a straightforward balls and strikes kind of sports show, but I am not sure I fully understood how it would ultimately turn out or why it would be that way. And I could not have totally foreseen how a series uplifting Jewish American identity, families, tradition, and love would be released at a time when all of these things would be challenged by rising anti-Semitism and the anti-Semitic beliefs of prominent Americans, including a famous athlete. As I drew nearer to the end of the series, my mind kept drifting back to this one line in our first episode. I said, I've spent most of my life thinking about what sports mean to me, and now I want to focus on what sports mean to us. The thing is, that is not necessarily the wrong takeaway from this show. It's just no longer my takeaway. It is true I've perhaps spent too much time thinking about sports. But at the end of the day, what I learned from this series, what I thought about while making it, wasn't about what sports mean to me. It was about what Judaism means to me. I'm Meredith Shiner, and this is The Franchise, Jews, Sports, and America. This is it, the post-game show. Time to drop cliches, tell ourselves we left it all on the field, and look ahead to the next game. Growing up, I went to Hebrew school six and a half hours every week. I got bat mitzvahed. I've gone through the motions of all the Jewish holidays, year after year. But I truly have never spent more time thinking about Judaism than I have in these past few months. It's inevitable, in this format, that the host is central to the show. But what about a host who didn't check off some big Jewish boxes, like summer camp, Hillel, or birthright? Heck, who hasn't even found a synagogue for her family yet? But here I was, interviewing all of these wonderful, smart, unique Jews in sports about topics ranging from Sandy Koufax to the inherent Jewiness of the Mets to how sports can tell us everything about our identity as American Jews. There's so much good tape that got left on the cutting room floor from a wide range of conversations on a whole host of topics. Topics I naturally was passionate about or on which I had a lot of perspective. But there's this one moment that sticks out because it totally surprised me. I was interviewing Big Ten Chief of Staff Adam Newman for our episode on sports careers. And in the middle of it, he dropped so effortlessly his very literal interpretation of the intersection of Judaism and sports. I think that there's a reason that a lot of people in sports are very, very connected to faith. I think there's a reason that there's a linkage between God and, you know, sports. I feel incredibly connected to God when I'm playing tennis more than maybe anything else because you're, 
you're pushing yourself to extremes that you just don't feel like on a regular basis. You're just grinding and you're hustling and you're working and you're sweating when you're watching these athletes perform and they're literally at the brink of what they can do. I mean, it's so inspiring. I love that he approached the question this way because I never would have. I'm not sure that any of my sad sports experiences would ever make me feel closer to God. In fact, it might make me question God's existence even more than I already do. But in this moment, I was reminded of the diversity of perspectives Jews bring to the table. That in our pursuit of answers to big questions, we all find our own ways to fill in the blanks. Before the show launched, I could have never imagined how our seventh episode on identity would turn out. It wasn't that I hadn't thought deeply about identity in general, but I specifically never had challenged myself to really reflect on my Jewish identity. It was incredible, and sometimes challenging, to work with a team of producers so constantly immersed in Judaism, so confident about what it means to them, and honestly, on certain topics, so divergent from me in that interpretation. If you've listened to this show, you've heard me mention on more than one occasion my toddler and my non-Jewish husband. If you listen to Unorthodox, you heard me tell one of the origin stories of our family, that in 2013, when I first started dating my husband, we executed a trade, Judaism for the Atlanta Braves. We agreed that if we continued on in our relationship, got married, and had a kid, he could be a Jewish Braves fan, representing the most important priority for each of his parents. Here's the humbling truth about that trade, and frankly, this series. In some ways, it's much clearer to me what it means to be an Atlanta Braves fan even or especially with a lifetime ban of the chop in our house, than what it means to build a Jewish home in 2022 that feels inclusive and authentic. I remember going to synagogue in the 1990s and hearing sermons at the high holidays every year that interfaith marriage was going to ruin Judaism. And now here I am, a host of a Jewish podcast from a Jewish production studio who also happens to be married to someone who isn't Jewish. While I don't think that I have ruined Judaism, making this show has forced me to consider more intently this big thing I insisted on, that we raise the most important person in the world to us with a strong understanding of and connection to his Jewish heritage. If I don't know what that means, how will he? the energy and tension you've heard throughout this series, the fact that it turned out so differently than I expected comes from this very specific place. It comes from feeling like I was quarterbacking a show about Judaism while holding an old playbook I realized would not get us down the field. I've loved thinking about the franchise. I've loved making the franchise. And I've loved talking about the franchise, especially considering I never regularly talked about my Judaism with anyone. You know that old cliche about goalposts moving? How moving goalposts are bad? Well, 
author Emily Tampkin said something to me about Jewish identity that helped me see it differently. One thing that is in Judaism is this idea that you're, it's for the next generation, like from generation to generation. And I think when we look at that in the religious tradition and then we look at the world as it is, there will continue to be this thing, this Jewishness, this Judaism that we pass down. It will look different than it does now. You know, it look as different in 100 years as 1922 looks to us. That process of change is also part of Judaism, that it's evolving uh, and changing and in conversation with the world around it by the people who practice it. We started the show with Sandy Koufax and baseball nostalgia. People love baseball because it's steeped in tradition and can feel like a portal to past generations. These are some of the same reasons Jews love Judaism, too. They are the same reasons I love Judaism. But I am also, by virtue of this show, more excited for the future, one that feels different from the past, while still honoring it. I hope in some way you feel that, too. I'm Meredith Shiner, and this has been The Franchise. Thank you for listening and joining me on this journey. I'll see you next time. The Franchise is a podcast from Tablet Studios. The show is written and hosted by me, Meredith Shiner. Our executive producers are Josh Cross, Stephanie Butnick, and Liel Leibovitz. The show is produced, engineered, and edited by Josh Cross, Robert Scaramuccia, and Quinn Waller, with help from Ellie Blyer. Our logo is by Kurt Hoffman. Special thanks to Tablet Magazine and the Tablet Studios team, including Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Sara Fredman-Ader, and Jerome Rusquet. And the Meredith Shiner team of Josh and Carter Zembic. Please rate and review us wherever you can listen to podcasts. And if you've enjoyed this series, tell a friend. You can write to us at franchise at tabletmag.com. And for more information about the show, check out tabletmag.com slash the franchise. For more from Tablet Studios, please visit tabletmag.com slash podcasts. Josh, I need you to put the Brockmire clip right here. I said this show would not be complete without it.